Listen, I'm yeah. here for it. If y'all look, you like it, I love it. Anyway, <laughs> can we have the welcome back from Jeezy's? Oh, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome back. That's exactly. Or can we have the really white version? Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Our balls are going up in the air, side to side. There's a, there's a skip and a kick in the air. <laughs> and a foot clap in the air. Welcome back to GGT. What is this? Season two. Season two, episode one. And don't y'all know, we started Caddy and Petty. <laughs> yes. But you know what? That was really on some reminiscing on 2020, realizing 2021 is... Uh, we are so ready for 2021 because that was we just gave y'all people of our lives into 2020 version of what we had to deal with which is exactly what we'll be talking about today anyway you're like a dj you mix that perfectly yeah yeah like how you okay okay do you say what i do man yes so um we are so excited to be coming to you with the second Dose. Oh, dang. Yeah, can we have, we just, what we're doing, when we say can we have that, what we're doing is looking at the producer and telling him to put the sound effects in. Yes, we're prompting him. Which is very ghetto to do like that, but this is where we are. This is who we are. It's organic. organic. (laughs) Yes, but thank you for coming to season two. Mm -hmm. I hope that you have listened to episode. Uh, season one mm-hmm. all the episodes were really fun recording really dope and we got a lot of great feedback mm-hmm. um and before we get into it i just want to thank you all for listening mm-hmm. and if you need to catch up or if you need uh you know to go back to one of the episodes that really um you you really resonate with because i know i will be because some of those were like oh ooh, bangers ooh, bangers oh <laughs> Um, then do so because it's the content is that good, if I may say so myself. Absolutely. I um having a conversation with one of our listeners, she was really like, I really enjoy the last episode and I needed to hear it because it was confirmation on where I was already going. And I'm like, if there's anything we love hearing, it's that. It's that our listeners resonate with us. It's that our listeners, our sisters out there pull up the seats and they sit with us and they literally feel like they're part of the conversation. Pull up a seat, sis, is really just not a saying. It's really, we want you here with us. We want you sipping on the coffee, on the tea, whatever your choice is. The wine. The wine. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And pulling up with us and having these conversations, whether we like them or not. Um, I think it's so beautiful for us to have just a diversity in our conversation. And we love that we have the diversity in our listeners, you know, yes. still seeing our stats like there are men out here who listen to us and we love them. Hey. And we Shout are, out to the boys. We appreciate y'all for real. And um, we just love that we're resonating with people of just, you know, different genders, different sexes. We We love it. And so our listener appreciation is big. Just know we we love y'all for real, for real. Yeah, that's a big deal to us. Um, And it's a really big deal to us. And um, I just want to say thank you to you, Loveline, because when we um, started this, 
I mean, I still really don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> really? Because you're doing it well. Thank you. I'm good at the behind the scenes stuff. It's me. Um, but I just want to say thank you for hopping on this. We, we look, we really in it now. We, we so married, married. We're married, married now. But it's been a it's been a blast. It really has. Um, a year ago, this month, a year ago, yeah, I was with Diana and we. I was like super stressed and things I was going through, and she made me write down a list of things I wanted to fast about. Mm, forgot about that night. Yes, I still have everything written. I took a picture and sent it to you. I think. Um, about all the things that we were praying about and you know this is this is one thing and so to see it to come alive it's like so dope um needless to say in the middle of my fast I gave up because it turned (laughs) (laughs) yo I said why is this fast turning my life upside down I don't want to do this anymore wow I don't want to do this anymore and I really quit and it's 2021 a year later I'm 18 days into my fast and my 21 day fast, and this is the longest ever. You gotta put that in. Now you hear that? That's that part. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but this is the longest I've been in. So I'm in the home stretch of my fast, and I'm. I feel like the one thing I kept asking God in my head, like, all right, I'm here day 18, and I feel like God was telling me, like, yo, you see. You are you are more disciplined than what you thought you were to begin with. You got this, and I was Hello. like, "Hello, I'm glad you can listen to God because sometimes you don't listen to me because I'd be like, Loveline, you can do it.' Right? I'm like, no, I can't, no, I can't, no, I can't.' Can. And God be like, "All right, hold on, Diana, let me tell her." But I will say this: it's easier when you do it with your partner. Facts, and I've been doing that with my partner. Boom! It's the first time I've ever done a fast with a partner. And what did I tell you last time? To do it with him. Okay. And so, I, said, I mean, no, I'm straight. Just, I ain't saying I was right. I'm just <laughs> <But> saying <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't wrong at all. That's definitely something you said. And I told Cal, I was like, I'm a fast. He was like, okay. So I thought he was just going to ignore me. Like, all right. But he was like, you want to do it with me? And I was like, yeah. You? Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> so it helps when you fast with your partner. And Absolutely. also, it helps when you let him be ready to fast, right? Like, allow him. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really asked. I never asked Porter fast. It just kind of came like that. Like, just, you know. He came to you, like, ready. Yeah, like, it was like, I'm, I'm about to do this fast. And he was like, I'm about to do it with you. Like, I think it, I don't know when it, maybe it was, I don't know why or how or how it came about. But I know that it was very similar to that. So it's much easier because you're in the, you're around this person all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? If you eating a burger or you watching TV, I'm fasting from TV or I'm fasting mm-hmm. from meat or I'm fasting from a certain mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. time that I eat. And you eating past six mm-hmm. when I can't eat. Mm-hmm. Or watching the show that I can't watch. Bro, you a stumbling block right now. <laughs> you are the devil right now. <laughs> you are the enemy. <laughs> and I rebuke you. And I rebuke you. I can't. <laughs> um, I can't. But I think it's amazing. And um, congratulations. I am. I'm. So can we just talk about fasting real Go, quick? No, because you're fasting too. <laughs> right. So I'm fasting. But I like fast like once or twice a year. I'm not. A week. She be checking me. Listen, I fast, but I always do 21 days. And I try to do it like in the beginning of the year and in mm-hmm. the middle of the year. I definitely do it in the uh, beginning of the year. Right. But I I do it in the middle of the year as well. Mm-hmm. But I learned something new on this fast. Ooh, what you learn? So this is the only time that I'm talking publicly about fasting right now. Mm-hmm. Because this time on the fast, this time on my fast, I've learned that you cannot um 
Shout out to Pastor Leo at Light of the World Church. That's my church. And his message last week was about why we fast and how to fast and how to fast with a humble spirit. Hmm. So when I fast, I'm so I'm like I'm like one of those new Christians. Every time I fast, I'm like I'm fasting. It feels good. Look, I'm losing weight. Like it's like all these things that come with First it, right? Week, right? I'm I'm praying for these. I'm talking to everybody, like not everybody, but mm-hmm. I'm talking amongst the other people that are fasting. And I'm like, but this time around, the message that he that he served was so on point. Uh it's I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post the information about it because it's 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 uh it there was a live stream, but there's is they save it on Light of the World's um, website. But I've learned to like kind of be a little bit qu- more quiet, be quiet, and also to not. My biggest lesson was to not fast for the things that I want, right? Fast for your um, reverence to God. Mm. So I was fasting because, look, I was fasting for my finances last time, right? Mm-hmm. And then God just started making it rain on me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> So it everything I fast for my relationship before that and everything seems to be in place right now, right? And now I'm in a in a in a um realm where I was like, I don't wanna set no goals mm-hmm. this year. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I I've I've over ex- exceeded some things and I've burnt myself out, right? Mm-hmm. So if I put another thing on me that I have to work on, then I'm just gonna be working, working, working like I did last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And it worked for me. Like I'm reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, did at the same <laughs> time, I I'm always fasting for something mm-hmm. and and believing that it's OK if I fast for this, because it means that I believe God can work it out for me, which means I believe in that, you know, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I'm not fasting for anything. I'm fasting to reverence God. I never thought of it like that. Because I owe him that. That's it. Mm. I don't want nothing. I like that. This this and it's a lot different for me. Cause I I do get a little caught up. Like God, what you gonna do? Cause I'm ready to eat some um filet. Listen, I wanted wine today, and I was like, God, what you gonna do that? <laughs> some filet McNugget. You know, but it should <laughs> right. It shouldn't be like God. What you gonna do for me? Cause I'm I'm not eating meat. It's you like, know, what am I gonna like, do for you? Right. Like what I've already done. This time it's a little different. I never thought of it like that. I think um I think of what I was so happy about what I realized that from what I the things I was fasting from, I realized that it allowed me to have more time with God. And then it allowed me to connect with and um one of my old coworkers, I sent it out to her to fast. And I knew she was on a new spiritual journey and she she got on this fast. She'd been, you know, staying strong too. And so I was happy about that. But I feel like the day I started my fast was the day I started my vision board. And I was like, all right, I'm going to fill out my vision board during my fast. I'm not going to do it any other time. I don't want to do it in a moment of greed. I don't want to do it in the moment of anything just just I didn't want to do it in self. Does that make sense? But more of I want to set goals that I know that God knows I can attain. Right. And I know I can attain and I don't want to shut my blessings out. But my thing was I want blessings, not in a sense of, Lord, I want this. I want that. But it's just like I need my life to be blessed because I cannot afford to be disconnected from God. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just how I went with it. And 
if I get nothing else out of this fast outside of just realizing, like I was like, see, you, you're disciplined. You think you're not and you are. Then that is really enough for me because that is, that is a big thing in my life because I never, I'm not going to cry. Yes, she is, guys. <laughs> I really had a, tr- I've really had trouble with self-discipline in so many areas of my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that. I'm saying, I you know, know that, that feeling. feeling. Yeah. So to have it now for something that may seem so small as, you know, social media or wine or whatever, mm-hmm. it's really big for me because God really pulled back and was like, yo, all these things are really just minute in your life. That every time you cut it out, every time you break a new habit, every time you separate yourself from mm-hmm. it, you spend a lot more time with me. You're making room. You're make, making room. You're pushing a lot of these things to the side to make more room to spend with with me. And the more time you spend with me, the more time you can hear my voice clearer. The more time you can hear my voice clearer, the more you can follow instruction. That's, there you go. You heard uh, Jonathan McReynolds' song, Make, Make Room. Room. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's the one. Yes. That's the one. It's on my playlist. That's the one. I, that song never gets old. Ever. Never. And I like I appreciate you saying that because um, I appreciate you saying that because I think fasting for people, um, if uh, we're, and we're talking about spiritual fasting, right? So spiritually fasting, we ain't talking about like keto, uh, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting, your food. Mm-hmm. We're talking about spiritual fasting. Spiritual fasting um, doesn't mean like you just do what the Daniel fast requires, requires mm-hmm. as, for, as far as eating. You're not spiritually fasting if you're not reading your word every day. You're not spiritually mm-hmm. fasting if you're not praying. Now, I'm not being the fast police, fasting police either because you can mess up on a Daniel's fast and get back on. That's God's grace. That's how good God is. Mm-hmm. And that is why I serve the God that I serve because of the grace that he gives. You can even do it in fasting. Mm-hmm. Right? So... But but I just want to put that out there, like, because um, I've had a lot of people that I wanted to come on the fasting journey with me, and it disturbed my spirit during the fast because they would be lying and acting like they was on the fast and they really wasn't, and then I would know, right? Stop it! And then I'd be like, <laughs> be real, fasting, yes, and being real judgmental, and then ju- being judgmental is one of the things I'm supposed to be fasting on, right? Like working on for mm-hmm. the fa- like during the fast. So it's just like you know what? Stop inviting people to do the fast with you. Mm-hmm. Stop. Just chill. Just mm-hmm. be quiet. Sit down. You acting like a chihuahua. Relax and fast alone, mm-hmm. and just be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mind your business. Not the chihuahua. Like yeah, you're being a Christian like... chihuahua. <laughs> We're gonna call start calling a couple people Christian chihuahuas when we Christian feel that coming. Up. Chihuahuas, little Christian chihuahuas, little choo choos, <laughs> little choo choo. There was a chihuahua in a project that, that my dad lived in that I when I grew up kind of. And his name was Choo Choo, and he was a Chihuahua. So that's Snapping the first. That's and he snapped. So that's what I. That's exact. That's Choo Choo, and Choo Choo never had a leash on. Dang. And would just be walking around the projects, just free as a bird. Get your ankles. Choo Choo was off the hook. That's me. Now I was being Choo Choo, until now, and I'm learning a lot. I think it, it calls it calls for us to learn a lot. I'm a um, I've learned in the last year. When I started fasting, I was talking to my mentor, and I was like, "I'm this is going on, that is going on. 
And I quit my fat. She was like, yeah, because double-mindedness. I'm like, no, I'm not trying mm. to be double-minded in the world. And she was like, nah. She was like, you're so fo- focused on what's going on here that it's not even allowing you to focus on your fast. Mm. She was like, you you worried about that? And she was like, once you worried about that or what's going on with your family, you all in there, you're not focused on your fast. And this year, me and Calvin were listening to Dr. Miles Monroe, his uh, sermon on uh, fasting and the one of the biggest things he said stay away from drama during fasting mm-hmm. he was like shut people down when they come with you with their with their crap because it's really a way to infiltrate and just disrupt what's going on now it's going to be on your mind now you can't focus now you ignoring what you need to take care of because you got a whole bunch of junk infiltrating your mind when the first thing you're supposed to be doing is fasting from that junk i wish i could fast 24 7 365 days of the year. She's just saying that so she could cut everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> so don't nobody come to her with no uh, You know me so well. Right. I'm like, just know she's You don't know me. <laughs> nah, but I do, man, for that reason. Mm-hmm. No, but do you think that, um, do you see a difference in, what is this, three weeks? We're three weeks in the new year. Mm-hmm. Do you see a difference in this year versus last year already? Like a whirlwind. Really? Like a whirlwind. Because I had to do a lot of, I want to call that garbage. I had to do a lot of um. Yes, if it's cleaning gar- if, if, yeah, <laughs> Look, if garbage. I know. I know what you about to say. Listen. I had to make room. If it looked like a duck. <laughs> like Quack a duck. like a duck. Listen, what it smell like? Is it's garbage? It's garbage. Okay, it's garbage. Continue. I had to remove and and um just rearrange my life for for different things. I had a um I think I had a different mindset walking in. Um yes, such a big difference. I would I would definitely say the first week this this time like I did I journaled a lot more. I really said like what I think a lot more without being scared. I really set the things that I wanted on my on my um I set the things I wanted on my vision board, keeping God in mind and not keeping it safe because it looked easy to attain. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm gonna keep it safe because this is safe. Like, nah, I put the things I want. You know, I want these things and I know God is gonna lead me how I need to be led that way. I think my heart is a little bit more in the right place. I've been more self-disciplined, like I said, which is big to me. You've been what? More self-disciplined. That is the key to life. Period. And I'm 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 very happy where it's at. I know um it sounds so crazy, but I look at my life a couple years ago, and I, I think I said this to somebody one time. I remember I was in a hotel, in a high-rise hotel. I'm like on this banging floor. I'm looking at the New York City skyline. I'm like living a life like I have everything I want. But I literally sat there and cried because I was so unhappy. I was like, when I say I look like I was so unhappy, like if a girl was in a top high rise hotel looking at the New York City skyline, like five star luxury, this and that, 
I sat there and bawled my eyes out because I was not happy. And mm. literally, when I tell you like a couple weeks ago, <laughs> y'all gonna laugh. I was sitting on my toilet and I really just took a mm-hmm. deep breath. And That's what you, I thought you was about to say. I literally just took a dump. I literally the D came. The D came after I was sitting on the toilet. I really just, I was sitting on the toilet and I really just took a dump. dump and, and it was great. Okay, like love, you cannot introduce things like that. Go ahead. You messing up the, the moment. The vibe. <laughs> I was sitting on my toilet literally a couple weeks ago. I was there. I just had to go to re- run a restroom. I just sat there and thought for like a second. And I was like, I really cried tears of joy because I'm like, look at where I was. And I have everything I want. And I am very happy. Like, I just sat there and bawled like. On the toilet. On the toilet. Like, it. nobody knows. Like, in 2010, I don't even talk about this as much. I left an abusive relationship. I was homeless. I was jumping from couch to couch, okay? I had no education. I had a high school diploma. And I was poor. When I say poor, I have money. Like, anybody who knows me, my biggest fear is going back to being poor because it was such a traumatic life experience for me. But, you know, I talk about being in a relationship with a man who held a gun to my face, someone who broke my pinky, me running out of the house just to survive life, to having nothing, till 10 years later, having my master's, having a family, having a house over my head, having the podcast that I, that we spoke into existence amongst other things that we're attaining. I literally cried because I was so happy that I have everything I needed in my life. And one thing my dad always taught me, I know I tell you this all the time, Deanna, some people will just straight up be jealous of your life because you got so much love and peace and they do not have that. They can have the cars, they can have all that, they can have more than you and they are so desperate just to find the peace and the love and support that you have. And really I was just, Dead series. I was on my toilet crying about mm, that. Like I could see that ten years ago. Like I was running to 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 survive of not getting shot and to be where I'm at now to have kids like a man like friends my love like this life is truly beautiful and I cannot complain. Yeah, I first of all I could see you on the toilet crying. Dead ass. Um, yeah, <laughs> I could see that, but I feel that. I think compared to last year, right, we're three weeks in, and I think Mm -hmm. I don't feel a lot. um, I think I'm just able to, like, I feel like I can breathe now, right? Like, I feel like. No, you can. Right. Yeah. I feel like I can, like, sit back and, and I feel comfortable now. Last year was a very, very uncomfortable year, and it was a lot of adjust adjustments. And I think I was looking at this, um. Okay, this is funny. I was looking at this t- the one of the you know how the Instagram pages they have you um the different signs like mm-hmm. uh, astrology pages, but this yeah. one is like a funny one. Like right, right, I'm right. not into astrology. Like right. you're a Pisces, I don't, you're crazy. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like I don't know different signs. I just know about like the a Taurus because I'm a Taurus, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Tauruses or whatever. Jesus help us. Mm-hmm. Shout out to us. So. I was on the thing and it was like talking about me. Like I was looking and it was funny. It was like, 
you know, a tourist will be like, somebody will say, how you doing? And they'll be like, and then it talked about their thoughts in their head. And they'd be like, I want to jump over a cliff. I, I'm, I need to find my anxiety medicine. I can't blah, blah, blah. And then this is all the thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was just like all these things. It was crazy stuff. And then the person was like, it was like a long list of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he answered, he was like, I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> Literally, that's her. But that is me. And I would be like, hi, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah, yeah. And I had that last year. Not that I was like, I wasn't like sinking. Like I've been, I've been drowning before, but like, um, I wasn't sinking, but I was very uncomfortable. So last year was a transitional pivotal moment, a pivotal moment year for me. So I had to learn how to get healthy, get my body healthy, get mentally healthy, like address some of the mental stuff that I got going on. Mm some of the physical habits that I have going on because of the mental, um, my relationship, a lot of things needs to get in line. Um, my business, my business stuff needed to get in line. I had to learn how to, uh, God just said, stop saying what I was about to say. That's why it was rude. But I had to learn how to work around people who don't, don't say that either, God. Okay. I had to learn how to work in the midst of like chaos <laughs> and and I work hard. I've been working hard since 2010 professionally mm-hmm. in one of my crafts, mm-hmm. right? So I work so hard to be professional in this mm-hmm. that, you know, I kept getting picked at last year. Like to the point where somebody told me they don't like the fact that I email them because it comes off as the, if they can't do nothing wrong. And I was just like, where am i like where am i (laughs) where am i so like it's just (laughs) where am i compton you're not allowed to email (laughs) um so anyway i just i was very uncomfortable and and through all of that i still had to smile i still had to work i still had to do my two three businesses and my full-time job and my husband is a job sometimes you know like my family is a job sometimes my house is a job so like i still had to be and give my all in all those areas and also learn how to take care of myself so i was so uncomfortable last year um not really wanting to like take pictures because i was i ain't never been that big i was big i was i was big where you get to the point where you'd be like f it i'm big (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not going to stop eating this pizza. Yo, I was big. I was just like, I'm going to just be one of them pretty big girls. Like, that was really me. I was like, forget it. Like, forget it. I was that big. I was, just, I got to show you a picture too. I was like, yo, I don't know who let me get like this. It looks like I'm up. I can't breathe. But <laughs> by the grace of God, I've worked, I'm working on myself in mm-hmm. all areas. So I say all this to say, I had a very uncomfortable year. Mm-hmm. I lost people that mm-hmm. I didn't know how to grieve. Ooh. And not just death, death included. Yeah. <laughs> death included, but also friendships. Um, I had to comb a lot of people out and I gained like so much, so many beautiful friendships. And there was a lot of good things that happened to me. And I was so uncomfortable to even talk about the good things because it was such a tragic year for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I it was so like I was uncomfortable, to be honest. Very uncomfortable, a lot of new things. Um so, so this year, even fasting, that's why I just, I kind of just want to, whatever is supposed to be and let it be, um, be. Hmm. I did enough goals. I did enough stuff. 
I just want it to be whatever it's supposed to be. Be. I like, made enough decisions. Yeah. But I'll say this. Talk to him. So what made me ask you that was, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What made me ask you that was because um, you you described that you had a lot of blessings come in last year. Yeah. And now you're at the point where life is good and everything is good. So do you, and I said I felt guilty about feeling good because mm-hmm. of, it's been so tragic. Do you feel, have, have you ever felt like that? Or how do you, how do you share the good news? Yeah, that's, uh Without people judging you. Yeah, or feeling like you, like you raining on their parade. And it's like, I think it really depends on who you share it with. Like, sometimes it feels like, you know, should I share it with this person? Like, because some people's intentions deep down, they want to, I hate saying this, but it'd be facts. Like, some people be low-key haters. Let's just Not keep it being high-key, low-key. You know, haters. intermediate haters. There's there's intermittent haters. There's constant, oh, you know. Dude. So it's so mm-hmm. it's such a touchy subject sometimes to express like your blessings with your loved ones because some people just be like, okay, yeah, girl, whatever. My year ain't going like that. You be feeling bad. Um, but also, I always feel like once I direct how my blessings all came from God and how I stay focused on Him. You can't hate on me. If you hating on me, it's really on something on your end. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And nobody's trying to be rude. Nobody's trying to be insensitive or tone deaf because I, I do I do feel like um I can I can be mindful if I come off a little um arrogant, or whatever. But if I'm really directing like, yo, I worked this hard and I know God has been good to me in this way, and this is a blessing because um, you know, someone who's after, you know, after the business of the kingdom, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be, you know, faithful and I'm trying to be, you know, obedient to his word. And this is the outcome of it. I can't do nothing about that. If you have a problem with it, you this, get what I'm saying? This says not everyone is posting stuff to brag. You're just, ju- you're, ju- you're just reading it with a jealous spirit. Thanks. That's what I reposted. Somebody posted that and I reposted. Not everyone is posting stuff mm-hmm. to brag. You're just reading it with a jealous spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just what it is. Like a lot of times I won't. It, it sucks, but it's like some people really read it with a jealous spirit. And it's like a lot of times, like if I'm saying a lot, if I'm trying to like trash somebody by bigging myself up, then that could look like that. But if I'm not bigging myself up and if I'm just saying I'm grateful because this is what I've gotten and this is a blessing and I'm happy where I'm at with these blessings because I worked hard for this. You can't get mad at me. That's a you situation. Or you can, but that's your problem. Or you can, and that's a you situation. And I think, but people want to control how you deliver too. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that because mm-hmm. um, I, I that just reminded me mm-hmm. of when the right after I, I posted that, God is really working on me with like, um, to stop worrying about how people receive me, right? Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. um, my a therapist told me that you can't like you can't apologize because you you are that one like some some people are made to be quiet some people are made to be and that's a good spirit some people don't have discernment some people have discernment some people are ones that 
it's just everybody has their own purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, and this is why I was led to do the podcast, is because speaking is my thing, mm-hmm. right? I like to speak. And with a podcast, everybody has their own style. So I know that my style of of delivery delivery is not is bold, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's the way God made me, right? Mm-hmm. I used to apologize for that. And mm-hmm. I used to dim I mentioned this before, I dim my mm-hmm. light so others could shine or so that I can like kind of just not be like um I just I was made to feel bad about mm-hmm. it, right? And so um I, I uh, you say like I can talk about this and I can do that. But also, let's be mindful that you, you however you want to deliver it is how you deliver as well, as long as it's with good intent. Mm-hmm. I think so many people, and this has a lot to do with what we're bringing in on in February. Mm-hmm. I think so many people want you, uh, okay, think they know what's going on by what you talk about, by your blessings, mm-hmm. um, by your um, what you share with other people. Um, social media has a big impact on how the make of a person and how we, we view people. So uh, long story short, I posted, um, there was a post that said, uh, um, that the IRS got hacked. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. stimulus checks were late. And, mm-hmm. and I said, got, you know, the guys like got, got him. him. Mm-hmm. So I put up gotten, mm-hmm. but it was got him like, got the, like they got the IRS. Mm-hmm. And then somebody commented and said, um, I don't know. So I'm like, she said like too much for me not even to have a relationship with her or know her like that. But she said something and then was like, you need to humble your humble yourself. And I, I know now I know it was confirmed to me that it was because she said something like you. Some people are waiting for that stimulus check. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some people are waiting for that, that stimulus check. I'm like, since you're talking about me, I'm I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm, I'm some people. Number one, I'm some people waiting for the stimulus check. Um, I don't know if you are related to the IRS or you own them. You you own IRS or, or you are are you sis? <laughs> let me know if we need to have this talk because I'm waiting on stimulus. Mm-hmm. But like I was talking about, but the the um assumption was that this is the biggest thing. The biggest thing I got out of this is like, yo, people really think they know you from social media. When mm-hmm. you say you was passing from social media, I felt so good for you for that. Because, yo, people, they, there's a, a makeup of you off of social media. Yeah. And, um, like, people don't, you mentioned, like, your past relationship and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, there's a lot that I went through on mm-hmm. my, that, that, like, a lot of, like, like, just, the mm-hmm. horrible things that I went through in a very on and very bad good good I don't know we were young so uh, just an on and off relationship for almost 11 years mm-hmm. and nobody don't know like the stuff you know so or I have an idea or like, have an idea mm-hmm. even if you think you do right so I'm saying this to say I'm waiting for a stimulus check you have to stop like you have to let people be you know, like let people be. I was not even taught like, and it was just, it was like you know sometimes you got a lot to say on a stimulus. Shout out to the to the people who like are real bold and because it's like and I was like wait you missed it and then somebody else down there like what's like basically mm-hmm. what's wrong Versus. with it? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. what's what's going on? Mm-hmm. But it just says that a lot to think that you don't. And the problem was that I had made another comment about we talked about this already, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just to share the problem was that I made another 
I wasn't even gonna share it. But the problem was that I made another comment about stimulus, right? But it it was um whatever it was, you know, it was like jokingly, but like um a friend of mine was like, it was it was because you said this and that. And being that I know you, here's the biggest thing, being that I know you, you're like, I know what you've been through and I know you, I know that, you know, your heart and how you mean it. And I just want to make this very clear. Like you share that lovely, you mm-hmm. share these things, but you don't have to for somebody to get that you're blessed. And that's it. Mm-hmm. If, if God blesses you with a million dollars every day for the rest of your life, it does not matter. Cause I'm here and, to receive and, it. If, it does not matter if you slept on a bench Mm-hmm. before you got it or mm-hmm. if you were born rich mm-hmm. right if that's how god blesses you that's how god blesses you. if you want to joke on your facebook about it you can mm-hmm. if somebody is insecure and they take it in a way where they can't handle it that's not your problem mm-hmm. right so i think um all this being said my delivery has changed from a past five years ago but i was just so moved by the comment of like i know you and i know you don't mean it that way but Y'all don't have to know what I've been through mm-hmm. to 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 try to understand my makeup. You don't have to understand me. Mm-hmm. I get I get what you mean by that. Um, me as a person knowing you, um, and you know her as a person knowing you. I don't think like somebody who doesn't have a relationship should never felt that comfortable to say anything to you. We live in such a culturally sensitive um, environment in, in society at this time. I always say somebody who's done public speaking, I'm not saying you're a public speaker or whatever like that. Um, and something I've always been told to like, you know, be mindful of, like say what you got to say, be mindful of and mm-hmm. in the way you brand yourself. But we're not talking business. I'm thinking like that because of things I want to do in future. Right. So, you know, they tell you to be mindful and be culturally sensitive that means when we say culturally, we mean ethnicity, we mean race, we mean class, we mean, you know, un- underserved popu- populations. And then we're also looking at making sure you're not coming off what they say is tone deaf mm-hmm. or making sure you're you, competent. Yeah, making sure you're competent in what you're saying, but being mindful that your impact, your intention and your impact don't clash. And a lot of times our intention comes with the right hand but the impact comes with the left hand and it smacks it out mm-hmm. of either context of what it what it is versus what it looks like mm-hmm. right so intention is what it is impact is what it looks like and what and what the after effect is and what it mm-hmm. made everybody think yep you get what i'm saying so i know and, and brand like you're and right brand. and you have to think right. about your brand and how people mm-hmm. view you right and that's just that's just in total as a person as a brand, as a as us as a brand, as a business, like we have to, we always have to be mindful of how we're, how we're coming off to people, right? Um, some things are not in our control, though. Some things are not in our control. Like we said what we said. Um, we meant it with this intention for those who got it, got it, who those who didn't, didn't. And those who didn't get it missed the point, missed the message, and they feel some type of way. Okay. I think you could be dealt with accordingly then. Like, I think that can be the brand itself mm-hmm. saying what I said without intention. Mm-hmm. I I can say, or you can say something mm-hmm. and not have an intention just because you wanted to say it. Mm-hmm. And if it was okay and not detrimental to your, you or anybody else, you know, I think that's a part of being human, but be also being careful, have poise. 
like have yes. poise you can say what you you can still be human and have poise mm-hmm. you can still be human and have class you can still be with the public speaking that I, if you look at my facebook from 10 years ago that's a different story right but like my facebook today i can make a joke and it might have some shade in it or it might it, because it's funny like all jokes have shade mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. literally all jokes have shade but if they if they um if they trigger you that's a that's a you problem the thing that i i want um i i think <laughs> It's so funny. I did not want to talk about this. But um, the thing that I think, I thank God that I have learned is poise. Because mm-hmm. I didn't always have that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, uh, um, my mom is a woman of so much Great class boys. and poise. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, I've been taught that, right? Mm-hmm. I got cousins that don't, don't care nothing. About, like, shout out to my cousins because they were, they, you you could sit down and have the poise, but I gotta go do that for you because it's bothering me because mm-hmm. you, you can't. So, um, and I say this to say, you don't. I can be the biggest. I don't care who looks up to me, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I care who looks up to me. That's nice, but I still I still have to live my life, and I can't be afraid to speak on something mm-hmm. in a way that is not hurting anybody mm-hmm. because of your makeup of me that you have from fake makeup from looking at my page mm-hmm. right because you watch me and this is just where mm-hmm. your intention and impact collided like a lot of times there is nothing you could do about it a lot of times there there is something you could do about it yeah it, it, it's the discernment of the situation at the time Right. I think, and I think this is a big lesson, like outside of Facebook stuff. Like, right. forget that girl; she's irrelevant. But like outside yeah. of the, and she's irrelevant because like we're not friends or nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I think she's cool. I mean, she overstepped her bound. Like, I have yeah. boundaries. You yeah. overstepped. You don't know me. But I don't have nothing against a girl. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like I think this is something we all learn. We was just talking about it, mm-hmm. like how somebody said they heard you. <laughs> And how do you know me? Like, how do you know my voice, right? Girl? And then to to add it all up, this just doesn't make sense. It's getting weird. You're crossing a boundary, mm-hmm. even like he can with me right now. And I think the fact that you're not like the fact that you're nice, you just naturally were nice. Mm-hmm. You just naturally spoke. You just naturally had poise, right? Mm-hmm. But somebody mm-hmm. could say to you that you were being fake. You didn't have an intention. Mm-hmm. You didn't have an intention. But you were just being yourself. It was different. And it's like either I care or I don't. Right. So the thing about it is like I I can do things without intention too. I mm-hmm. do a lot of things with intention. Mm-hmm. I be, uh, and then my the my friend who was saying like I know I know you like I know you ain't me like that. I know you but you don't have to. Even if my friend didn't know me, didn't didn't know that they, I slept on a couch for a year. You mm-hmm. know, I've I've had mom I've seen my mom's, you know, I, we've been in the house with no heat, no lights, no like mm-hmm. I, I, anybody that knows me knows that um you, if you know me and you know what I've been through, you it does not mean that I can't. I could have been born rich and still talk about the stimulus check. Mm-hmm. I because that's what I want to do, with no intention or intention. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So my lesson this year from that is to um, th- it, no, it's not to do anything. People are watching me. Clearly, and people are watching me, and I've I known that people are watching me girls look up to me right and i'm mm-hmm. saying this and it feels awkward because it doesn't feel humble when i say that and i don't like not saying things that don't feel humble, humble. some people do look up to you in a good way but people are watching me too in a That's bad different. way and a good way and a in a just like a nosy way whatever way people mm-hmm. are watching me and i used to care there's not wrong with caring 
no, 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 I don't care anymore. It's just the fact that now I just need to do either, like there is an in-between too. So I'm mm-hmm. just aware now. Aware is good. I'm, is, I'm clear and enlightened. I'm not like, for, before I used to, I like I didn't add church to church people mm-hmm. that I went to church with. Now, I'm like, I'm 30 years old. If they don't want to see me drinking wine, <laughs> it's not like I'm over here like right. cursing people out. Like if they don't want, I'm 30 years old. They, I'm, hello, come on, come into my world. Come. Yeah, I realize like it's, and it, it felt good for somebody to say like, yo, like watching you on social media, like you really are the same person on social media and off social media. Like absolutely. That part. Yeah, like that I part. really, like I don't try to put up a front. No. Like I am this, like you are going to see me in my bikini one day. You are like, yes, I like the beach. I'm a beach girl. You are going to see me sat and pregnant. I'm a mom now. Like, you're going to see, you're going to see me on and off reality for whoever that is watching us or, you know, and we are going to be consistent. Everything we are. Yes. I am the Christian girl who struggles with a foul mouth. I'm going to say that because I love Christ. I love God. I'm searching for God. And guess what? I have an issue here because I can really state where I have an issue in, in my life or had an issue and or I'm still working on. I can really say I love God and I'm also a cannabis advocate because I feel like they bring better things for people who really have medicinal needs versus Percocet and Vicodin and what big farm produces. You don't like perks? It's like, no, I'm like, I don't like perks. No, yeah. no. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I am all the, I am a multi layered person. You are a multi layered person, and that's okay. We can be careful with our intention. We cannot be careful with our intention. But with both, there's always going to be a different viewpoint from somebody else, whether they matter or not. We cho- we have to figure out how we want to deal with it or not. Deal or with deal it. with it. So that's why I'm saying or, or not have intention at all. Like right. I with want I want I would like for entrepreneurs, especially our, our female it's okay. Our female entrepreneurs to know like you, like we deal with a lot as it is. Stop caring what people think. Let me alone is what she's saying. I, Let me alone. Bye, I was like, bye, girl. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even have the energy. So, like, I'm like, girl, humble. Yes, because you jumped on here. She or, said she'll have the energy, but I read that post and she read her. So, yeah. <laughs> this was a whole hour conversation afterwards. She had you know, she had the energy to clap back. I ain't have no. That, you clapped back. I clapped back, but it wasn't what I would have clapped back with five years ago. That that type of energy. We're going to leave that there then. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't have that energy because honestly, that's not even like, honestly, I feel bad for anybody that reads into me that much. Yo, period. Because like I, I said, like she crossed the boundary. She had no. If you remember something I said and that struck a nerve and then like months later at the end of the pandemic, the second stimulus came around and you, it's still striking. Girl, I, okay. Go, I would say go with God. the only thing I could say on that is it matters and maybe not all the time. I think it's mad. It matters when you want to receive um, a well-intended message from your friend, maybe on how they felt about that, and that's okay. And that and that's a maybe because what what kind of intention is that person coming with? Telling you know, saying anything like, is that a good intention to come with? Is that a good spirit to come with? Yeah. To say that's the only thing. But others, and you know, you, you you I would just always say like be mindful i guess you could say be mindful but it's like certain people's opinions really don't matter it doesn't matter at all um and i'm not saying everybody's opinion matters but 
the only thing I could really think of is like a, a good friend coming to you and maybe giving you a different perspective wasn't that's that's okay and yeah, you could take it or receive it or not. The friend, the friend, is, that's not that's Ow. not even a um no that okay. Um, that's not even a topic. Like the friend, right. the friend to, having a conversation with me is not even topic. Yeah, that's fine. It's the alarming. Weirdo. It's alarming that um, though anybody can remember something that you said six months ago on us on a post word verbatim. Just the just the assumption because I read her comment. It was just like that was a big assumption for you to for her to make in the first place. That I don't yeah. want to get into, it, but I read yeah, her yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, she didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, where'd you get that from? From but from a from a from a post six months ago, and I was like, "Yo, people really watching me." Yeah, people really remember what I'm talking. about. It was about. that comment that, that but that's comment. that happened two times last year. Because remember, somebody re- recited something to me that we said on GGT, mm-hmm, and was mm-hmm. she? Just like you told me. No, I didn't. No, was snooping. I was like, no, and I said, I was like, when did I say that to you? And then she couldn't even say. She was like, oh, never mind. I just, I don't know. Like and you, you supposedly like you don't like being me. a fan. Ew, that's so cute. That's cute, but no, like and and uh, it's flattering, but it's also it makes me sad, you know, that you can't just be like. I see a lot of stuff I don't like. I see a lot of stuff that I don't like that people do. I'm th- I'm not talking about social media. Oh, that's I'm seeing I'm talk I'm ta- talking both. Like last year, I seen a lot of people. In the last two years, I seen a lot of people that I know make a lot of mistakes. That the last thing they need to worry about is my my post on social media. <laughs> I'm done with you, Dia. But see, they don't like. I can't say that, right? You know what I mean? But you can. But, but that's like you can say that. <laughs> but but I can because that's my thought. And you have a thought about your what you you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody, it's okay, it's mm-hmm. okay. Everybody, chill, calm down. Mm-hmm. It's 2021. We've been through a lot. Everybody's still tense from 2026. <gasps> so I'm just, I think that's why. It's like, nah. I would just say like our best bet is to always make sure we're not coming off, I guess, insensitive and tone deaf. And then sometimes the best intentions that you put forward can still be missed because people want to miss them. Or stop putting out. Just stop. I, I, this is for the girl who's always being watched and everybody like it's a lot it's a it's a load and i look i'm being funny but i'm not because because i'm I'm gonna be i'm gonna be serious (laughs) growing up it was lonely it was times like i would come home and cry because people thought like i had money like and my mom was like didn't have like enough money to do stuff and then i see like all these kids getting like help like the church helping them and you know like people thought like i just had it made because I because the way I carried myself, the way I was taught to carry myself, and it's lonely. It's lonely when you got people watching you like that. And like I could be funny about it, but it's really like leave me alone. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got to the point where I'm not rude, but I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Like because I can't spend my life caring about care. what what people think about me. Mm-hmm. And it, and I am a very sensitive person. I I I. I I practice sensitivity for a living. <laughs> I am allowed to. I'm a I'm a I'm a caseworker for people living with HIV. I'm a certified doula. I, I'm a makeup artist, so I get everybody's problem when they sit in my chair. I'm allowed to talk my ish on Facebook or anywhere. I'm allowed. I, I I'm allowed to. I'm I I just I, I my prayer is for 
women who feel like they have the weight of the world on their shoulders to release that. Because you can't live like that. It's hard. It's uncomfortable, I imagine. It's un- it's very uncomfortable. I don't think uncomfortable. I'm like that. <laughs> It's very uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. Even like when you have a lot of friends, you're embarrassed to say you have a lot of friends because people are like, oh, you got so many friends. Like, oh, like, like, like you can't share. Like, it's a, it's a, um, it's a friend competition. It's a, yeah. Like you can't share. You got a lot of friends. It's like, oh, you got all these girlfriends. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like women. And, and they come around heavy and hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Come. I got a lot of, I got a lot of good souls around me. That's it. I'm and not. Come deep I'm, for like, and I brag about them because they dope. So yeah. sorry. I've never understood the concept. Like my girlfriend, Paris, she always says, shout out to Paris. Shout out to here by Paris. Yes. Um, like she always said, she was like, if I have, if I meet another girl who wants to be my friend and says she doesn't have a lot of friends, I'm not going to stick around and find out why. Mm-mm. And I realized that like, I can't never, I realized I can't be friends with a girl who's like, I don't have a lot of female friends because I don't trust them. And this, that, and third, I'd be like, yo, I got a ton of female mm-hmm. friends and they're my squad and we roll deep and we're all in different states and we all still roll heavy for each other. Like there's i don't understand the concept so of sad. not having a lot of female friends like i have so many female it's friends sad. it's sad and you know what it is you know what it is about people who say that or get upset that you may have friends what i realize is the enemy likes the people to use the people around you to make you think you're isolated to make you think you're alone but if you really sit back and analyze your situation and analyze look through your messages look at the people who you talk to often look at the people who reach out to you just in love just to check in on you um, those, those are the ones that love you. Those are the ones that care about you. You're not alone. You're not alone. And if you are alone and you're constantly like that and you're constantly recycling friends, I want you to also sit back and think about what's going on with you. What's going on with you that you can't maintain a friendship? Yeah. Think about that. Like, I, like, like literally I just had it. that conversation with one of my clients. She was saying like, she felt uncomfortable around somebody because, um, they had, they're with a group of a different group of friends all the time. And like mm. goes from like literally like crew to crew. Mm. And I, there's two things to this. I think that I've, I don't hang out with a lot of people that I was close to at one point. Not a lot, but like a few girls that I was close to at mm-hmm. one point. Um, partly because we out there, it, people are seasonal and that's okay. Goodness. And okay. I still have love for them. But um, there's only like one or two people that I wish I never met. But. <laughs> no but 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 um like a lot of my friends that i i don't regret that it's not that serious for you to be like i don't like girl like i don't have girl that's sad mm-hmm. we were made to god loves relationship he does he loves that good he loves fruitful relationships things that um nothing on dead uh branches you know he wants something that is good and fruitful something not that you can get something out of it because you're not supposed to expect to get something out of a friendship but something that'll bring you good things in your life nothing that's going to pull you into drama or anchor anchor you into constant you know chaos like that's not something god wants and i think oftentimes we think being there for a friend is allowing them to anchor us in to a lot of drama and that's not a friend but um Mm -mm. And you say, I wish I never met. I, maybe now I think about it like, yeah, maybe I I do wish there's a few people I didn't meet. And this is probably like when I was like a young kid that I, you, you know. can't determine your, you can't like, you don't have, 
the common sense to be like, nah, this person not good for me. You right. know, as like, a kid, as a teenager. We just hanging out. Cool. She, she be having the lit parties. She's my friend. She's my friend. She <laughs> lets me come over every day. And no, now it's just like, yeah. why was I her friend at that age? But I was just like so young and dumb. Um, but the seasonal friends, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's the grieving. The seasonal. We grieve seasonal friends. And what people don't tell you is grieving a friendship is like grieving in a relationship with a significant other. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult because with a significant other, um, you can cut them off. You're done with them. They cheated on you. Probably they bruised your, you know, you get what I'm saying? It's a little different versus somebody you're at odds with and that you're just separating yourself with or vice versa. It's like... I'm grieving somebody who I don't see eye to eye with. And it may not even be that they cheated on me because we don't have that type of relationship, but I'm grieving somebody I'm outgrowing. And that hurts because maybe I'll think of a memory or run into a situation that's like, dang, this person was here. We would have dealt with it like that. But that's exactly the problem. If this person was here, Mm. we would have dealt with it like that. Mm. And I would have been in the same situation I continue to get myself in because I keep dealing with people that deal with situations like that. Mm. And I'm not growing and I'm not learning. Mm. So it's, it's, I always say, if you find yourself consistently in the same situations with the same people doing the same things and you're tired of it that is when you know you've outgrown your your crew your your friends your your loved ones or they may be outgrowing you or they may be outgrowing you truthfully like and that's where you have to like really sit back and analyze like yo i keep going through the same things with the same people who are doing the same exact things we were doing five years ago ten years ago like this is repetitive yo that's like that's like i i mean i so there's like three things with uh, um female relationships so the three things are like um that i learned last year was the one about the type of relationships with females that i want to have going forward and i don't really want to be just going around here making new friends because i feel like i'm too old i'm exhausted okay but i made one new friend last year and she is it like i made a new friend last year okay but we were friends last year we were friends before right what do you mean like what we clicked off the bat yes but (laughs) but i met like a nice I met some people last year and I'm meeting new people according to where I'm at in my life too. So the people that I can talk to about marriage and, and, and my relationship with the Lord, stuff like that, that my, a lot of people that in my life before I couldn't talk to like that, uh, about those things, but three things I will be aware of the person that will just cut you off. That was never your friend. Um, beware of the person that you think you can vent to uh so you can have a best friend and like vent to about any and everything up to them um and then the moment they get mad at you there's an issue with all of those things that you've told them so beware of that person and then also um and then that person is the person that is mentally just not mature enough to have a relationship with anybody actually it ain't you it's really them yeah and that's for person one and two and then the third person is um the person who is just not aligned with who you are in life so beware of that person too because that can get kind of hectic for you and them so what do you mean by that third? Because the first one is very simple. Like you said, like the person who just straight up cut you off, like, okay, I meant nothing to you. Mm-hmm. The second one is just like, 
oh, you really can't deal with me as a friend. Right. Because, like, you, the minute you get mad at me, you wanted to go ahead and, like, tell everything I confided in you. And mm-hmm. you're not a friend. I can never be friends with you again. And then the third one, like, the second one, breach a contract right there. <laughs> the third one. The th- okay, so. Explain that third one. Okay, so the really third weird. one is. The, okay. So the third one is the one where you will get yourself in situations that you don't need to be in. So like when I was, um, and listen, the third one, all of them could be the same one, honestly. But the third one, like with you not being aligned with that person, like with you not being um, on the same, it could be educational. It doesn't, it could be spiritual. It could be relational. Like if you're just, if you guys just don't have those core values in common you're not you're you're not equipped to be friends Mm -hmm. so like if i can't call you up and say hey can we pray because i'm really going through it or listen i need you to put one in for me tonight Mm -hmm. because i'm exhausted Mm -hmm. um if i can't say for example there was some things that you didn't tell me that you were going through Mm -hmm. and it took you to go through that and then tell me Mm And for me, I have a, I have, I have had friends that would be like, well, you ain't tell me, but you like, mm-hmm. you know, why you ain't tell me? That's not the first thing you say. The first thing you do is process and ask your friend if they're okay. Right. And, and congratulate them for handling it alone or, mm-hmm. or before you, right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, let them know that you're there. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just a maturity thing and just being in line spiritually, um, relationally. I don't want no advice about my husband from my single friends and that does not mean my, that i'm better Period. that does not mean that i'm better no. but we are at a different level level i don't parenting talk, advice and i have single friends that i love and mm-hmm. listen i'm living through y'all <laughs> but Turn up. yeah but don't like i will I, i'm not i might it might be like some little stupid stuff like mm-hmm. porter on never cook and i'm tired of cooking and stuff like that but like I'm not talking to, yeah, I'm not talking to you about like stuff that is married people stuff because what might come out is not maturely ready for what I need to receive. And I might receive the wrong thing. And here I am Mm -hmm. five months later, divorce because I made the wrong turn. So like you have to be like really aligned and equipped with people that you call your friends. Mm -hmm. And see, that's why a person... A and B not going to work because so it's the first that's the first thing that you need to watch out for is that C mm-hmm. and then yeah yeah no I agree I um I definitely have I never had a friend that was more A type but I've had a B and C type friend I don't think I've ever had an A type friend I don't have I been cut up I don't know if y'all hear this yeah I was an A I was an A friend I I, I you know what's crazy I am an A friend and it's not even on some the first time offense. Uh, it's a if I'm the a friend, it's because this is a. This happened over. And over. This is an occurrence. But do that you is communicate so, why, or do you just dip? Um, I w- I won't say because I will say what what I know what I've learned that I've done was I've slowly disengaged right just slowly like you know what. I can't right now. I put it on the back burner. This is what I said. I don't take it off the stove. Does that make sense? I don't take it off the stove. I really am the person who puts it on the back burner if I have a lot too much going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have enough in my, don't have a lot going on in my life and my life is really steady and a little just chill, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Then I could say what I have to say and still put you on the back burner. Like, hey, this was corny. This was whack. Um, I'm good off that. Bars. And I oh, put man. it on the back burner. And we could revisit this relationship at another time. Maybe when, you know, when the when the season is right, maybe. <laughs> or I'll take you off the stove, <laughs> right? Uh, now now, the now we could come back when the season is When right. the season is right. Do you, like, but then, so you, you're saying that you... Sometimes you explain depending on what's going on in your life, and I sometimes you don't. I don't. I will say, I, okay, I'll say this. I never cut somebody off off rip and never talk to them ever, ever again. We, the conversation, somewhere along the line, the conversation is had. And once that conversation is had, if I choose to now, now we're done, choirs, you know, curtains closed and all that, mm-hmm. then I could... I could separate. I probably had the conversation. If I have it immediately, I'll probably put you on a back burner. Like, you know what? Now I have to just disengage from you for a little bit. But it can look a more like I just pulled the plug out. And it wasn't even that. I probably didn't even pull the plug out. It was really, I really just disengaged from you for a little bit because you was just doing some foolishness. And I can't even be attentive to the to the foolishness you're doing in your life right now. Now, that foolishness continues and you take it up a notch, I'm going to meet you where you at. Because in time, and it took me while I was grieving to realize um, that maybe that person was a C friend. And it does not make them a bad friend. It does not make them a horrible friend. I think it just made them the friend who is in this type of season of their life. And giving advice from that season of their life would have impacted me for the rest of my life if I would have gone mm. on that, you mm-hmm. know gone on that advice because I'm in a different season of my life. So we're not eye to eye. And because we're not eye to eye and kind of if I keep listening to you and you keep saying your your little gut punches and things like that mm-hmm. it's going to continue to cause chaos in my situation mm-hmm. and so I'm going to need you right here I can't mm-hmm. have you here right now because this is the most important mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm. it may be and, and, and it's just really you know speaking from experience I grieve but you know what I'm okay and I'm not mad that I had to become an a friend for some people I'm really not mad. And it was it was never an unplugged fully. It was, you go on the back burner until I'm ready to address you. So you're you. not an A friend then. Okay, so am I like an A plus? <laughs> yeah, a you're, like a, you're an A plus friend. <laughs> I'm an A plus friend. I'm an A minus friend then. Um, no, you're not an a, a friend will literally cut you off. So I was a, I've, I've, I've learned to be a better, I'm I'm not saying I'm not nothing like the friend I was before. Because I'm the person, like, if I love you, I love you. Like, I love hard. You feel like you're a better friend now in your friendship? Oh, yeah, because I'm a lot more mature. I agree. I feel you on it. Yeah, I'm a lot more mature. And I. that's why when people, like, if somebody said to me, like, like you're you're insensitive, yo, I I, I don't receive that at all. Because Mm -hmm. I will, I, we can go back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will show you, like, I was insensitive. And it's because of the tolerance that I had for people. And I didn't know how to express that. I didn't know how to interpret in, what was going on, like, with me, how feeling about them. I didn't know how to, like, just sometimes not say something. Like, I was, there was so much I had to learn about friendship. Mm. So I was not a good I was not a great friend. I was a good friend, but I, I could have been a lot better to a lot of people. I feel the same way for myself. All right. But they could have been a lot better to me, too. You know what I mean? We and all Yeah. So, like, it was just it's just a lot of immaturity. But that's a relationship, no? Like, mm-hmm. like it starts off good. And yep. then in the course of it, it yep. really gets bumpy. And it's like, yo, I know ways, like, 
even you know with myself I, I always tell people this like yo it took me a while like to check myself when it came to my man like yeah. like lovely like yeah sit back for a sec humble yourself mind too your mind your business as Deanna <laughs> says it's <laughs> my man I got my, my business okay <laughs> like I, you know there's times where I have to humble myself so in things I'm like you know there's ways I could be I could have been a better girlfriend or fiance to him, you know? Lies, don't believe it, you're perfect. I thank you. I know. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> it's that he's hearing me. It's like, <laughs> no, he's listening. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, like, and you know, and I'm sure he's, you know, sat back and been like, I could have been a better partner to her yeah. in this way. And, you know, vice versa, you and your husband. Yeah. So it's, it's the same way. It functions the same way. And yeah. it's like either we're going to cut the cord, either we're divorcing. Yeah, <laughs> or we're working on this and start going for the long haul. I just don't think without communication, nobody deserves to be like. If you had a really close mm-hmm. relationship, nobody deserves to be cut off. Like, for example, um, I had uh, me and an old friend. This mm-hmm. is the one I wish I never met. <laughs> we had like back and forth before we stopped being friends, right. and she said to me like, "You always." I've been biting my tongue, and like she started saying things that. Clearly, she's been thinking for a very long time. Oh, you've been biting your tongue. So you were oh, never I... my friend because a friend would say, this is what. So before you cut somebody, it's okay to cut somebody off. But it's not okay to cut somebody off without communication. Even it's not okay to like slowly drift away from somebody without mm-hmm. communication. Because that to me just oh, says like you were never. So I am I used to just cut people off completely, right? And even with communication, I used to be like, listen, we used to have a, like a little back and forth and then just be over this is with everybody, relationships, everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I like to I learn to communicate a lot better. And it it was also for the sake of me, not just the sake of the person, but just knowing that this person is not a bad person. No. They right. deserve something as a com- they deserve communication. But I think you you are not you are not a good friend to a person if you can't say, This is what I've been di- this is exactly what I you don't love a person if you can't tell them where they can grow. Right. You you don't love a person if you can't, whether they receive it or not. Mm-hmm. If you felt like it was something that that I couldn't receive, then but I didn't stop. I I used I got into the habit of stop cutting people off when somebody who I thought and I had to grieve this relate this this friendship. I thought that they were a good friend and they and they just cut me off and th- feeling that mm-hmm. really hurt. And mm-hmm. then that's when I stopped doing that when I knew that I had to grow into another season out and leave somebody in the season before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that feeling was not good right right and it took me a while to like i i I learned how to be a better friend i questioned myself you know it was all of these things that happened Mm -hmm. and it was a i'm not uh it was a vulnerable space Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you you don't have the right you have the right to cut somebody off but if you say you love a person you don't have a right to neglect a mm-hmm. person that you love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be, you have a right to say, I don't want to be friends with you. But that communication factor is for the both of you. Absolutely. Long term, looking at it now, I'm, I'm, I'm just a drifter. Like, I'll, like I'll, I hate saying I'm a drifter because the reality is I'm going to circle back to it when I'm ready. When I have it together. I can't say I'm just a drifter, 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 never speak to you again. It's a drifter. Maybe I'll reach out. Hi, just checking in on you. Drifter, you know, just still maintaining a distance. Um, 
And once we have a full-blown conversation, either I'm just like, oh, okay, you know what? Me in my head, I'm going to be honest. I never told the person I didn't want to be friends with them again. I never, I never told that person I never wanted to be friends with them. I, um, well, you know, that person said what they had to say. Once I saw I was blocked on social media and everything, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like all right, blo- I, you told me we yeah, wasn't friends anymore. It's just for dramatic. All of that. Like, yeah. And the, the person that I said I wish I never met, like, she, like, blocked me that day. I was just like, girl, mm. you, this is drama. Like, we was never friends. Like, this also, is all fake. there was something wrong with her. Yeah, she <laughs> come on, like we all can agree, like yeah. something was wrong she with off. her, and we can't like <laughs> I'm not even mad at Shorty, like you really have a personality disorder. So it's yeah, so uh, yeah, <laughs> come on, like we know something was wrong with her, like she yeah. went all the way there, yeah. she went all the way there. We can con- confirmation from several sources agrees that like come on, Deanna, like out of all the things like that happened to you with that person. You and I connect, and we get closer, and you realize that the situation, yeah, yeah, is yeah, the same yeah. wherever this person goes. Yeah, and that is a red flag. If the situation is the same in every friend this person connects with, yeah, then the common denominator is the common denominator is that person. Mm-hmm. So I want like I feel like you were fair to her, but let's be real. Several people have done the same thing to this person because she carries herself in this way in the relationships she creates. Yo. Do you know that's a personality disorder? My, that psycho- is. my psychology is about to kick in, y'all. I'm yeah. about to break it down. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. no, you're absolutely right. It is. It's a personality disorder. You know what disorder. else is a personality disorder? That I ignore a lot of things in friendships. So that's something that I know I need to work on. Almost like passive aggressiveness, kind of. Um, it ain't even aggressive. Avoidance. I just be like, anno- uh, ignore sh- Like, I just be like, yo, why didn't I just say something back then? Like we do that. We often do that. Yo, like I'm just thinking like back then, like I had people making like <laughs> my wedding showed me a lot. Remember I was telling you? I had people crying at my I had people <laughs> one of my friends was crying at my rehearsal over some stuff that they was going through. And I was like, huh? Then I had somebody else. I was about to say something. Ask me, lying. yeah, yeah, about that situation because yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. it's about. <laughs> but then I had another one ask me if I could afford this wedding. We had never. Ta- I've never. I don't talk. If you know me, I don't talk about my finances. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give details about my finances. That's my business and Porter's business. Mm-hmm. The, I I was just saying like, yo, this wedding, which most weddings are like a hundred dollars a plate, a hundred to two hundred dollars a plate. Absolutely, starting off is a hundred dollars yeah. a plate. So I I told, with the 60 I told the person that. And then she was like, y'all can afford that? And I was like, now that I think about it. And then she would like, she had an attitude about something else. I'm, I was not a Brazilla. I didn't ask for much. Like, uh, so I'm like, you, you, you coming around with attitudes. You asked me if I could afford, afford my wedding. Yo, you been a hater. I just didn't, I just realized. Like, no, I can't afford it. I was ignoring up. it. What's up? It was so many things. I had somebody that was getting a divorce in my wedding. And I just had, but I ignored so many things. That's equivalent to somebody proposing to somebody else at your wedding. I'll knock that whole ring off your hand. <laughs> like, don't do that. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's, people be like, it's your day. But they try to make it about them somehow. People were making that jaw about them. And it was crazy because. It's sick. It's not crazy. It's sick. 
Yeah. This is like literally, this is the one time that I'm going to get married. So I just want this. Can I just, yeah? Can I have this out of all the things I want? This in my baby shower. Yeah. But you find out people during weddings. My mom said it best. You find out who people really are. I've ignored things. Matter of fact, it's just hit me. One time when I was younger, like it was maybe like, I'd say like nine years, eight, nine years ago. I saw who somebody who was supposed to be my best friend um, in the car with my ex-boyfriend and, like, his, like, side, like, somebody he was messing with. And I should, like, and here I am with you eight, ten years later. I would have never done that, right? Ever. And now I'm like, we're not even... I'm Yo. in the car with her, but I'm like probably like knocking her out. Yeah, <laughs> like we, we I think about work. like certain things like that that I just like let slide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, it happened so long ago. I think I did say something about it, and then it was just like, but literally, that that's not who you want to be friends with. No, even, yeah. even even period. I just I don't need to be friends with anybody who still chooses to be friends with my ex. <laughs> yeah, I like like I'm very firm in that. Like, yo, if I'm done with him. Y'all is done with him too. Like, yeah. don't ever like y'all not his friends. Oh, I invited Sosa. No, the hell you didn't. Yeah. Because guess what? He's not going. Because he's he's not he's gonna feel very uncomfortable with up there. It's just and it's not even to be mean. It's just like respect that boundary. Like respect that boundary. And because people will try to be so friendly to that person that they'll just want to be like super new besties with whoever they bring along and i'll just be like dog there's not room for both of us this is my territory and it's not even to be mean like you wish the person the best yeah but it's just like dog like i don't wish nothing bad on nobody never but it's just like there is no reason and that's like another thing like you second guess yourself i'm like what is like i let that ride because i just ignore it but now i'm just like Nah, I can't. Yeah. No, like yeah. respect. There's my new partner's here. Yeah. And that's who's staying here for life. Like, because you already have, like, like we said, snoopers who probably, like, go back and talk or whatever, which, whatever, I don't care. But you're not about to be in my direct circle doing that. Yeah. So, so your friends can't be friends with your ex. I really, no. my, I didn't have no friends that was, like, close to my ex like mm-hmm. that. And then they, a lot of my friends that knew my ex or knew him before me. So before. I so I, I can't cross look, that boundary. Yeah. You I gave mine. him back to the streets anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so Yeah, I can't do that. That's a boundary like here. Yeah. yeah, so it's fine. But like my friends that I'm like I had friends in different areas too. Like I grew up out here in Mercer County mm, and I grew up in Bronson, Bronson. County. Right. So like my friends here, they don't know my they don't be around my ex like it ain't like that so right right i've had the privilege of kind of like the separation thank god Mm because and me and my ex got the same godson (laughs) but it just worked out that we just don't i do too but she doesn't live here anymore we just don't it just works out thank god yeah (laughs) it's cool everything is copacetic right like (laughs) you you work around it like ah we have the same goddaughter and it's just yeah. I, it's weird yeah but the good she don't live in this state anymore so i'm just like oh okay nah, well my, it, when i got engaged um mm-hmm. he my godson had a birthday party and he was there and me and porter came and it was just like and he's there and you're like why are you this here is so weird mm-hmm. and he was like congratulations i'm just like thank you Ugh, porter where's porter you crazy Porter, you want your plate? Fl- you you calling me? Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah, you flashed the ring when they say <laughs> congratulations. No, see, Thank I'm you. not like that. I just, I'm just like, I'm so oh, awkward. Oh, oh. 
Thanks. Not me. I'm so awkward. I'm like, no, I'm showing off. <laughs> you said pass you the juice. What? I, I got to go. I don't know. Tell your mom I said hi. Bye. And run. Don't tell nobody nothing. <laughs> tell your mom said hi. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I know it's suddenly hot. I'm left-handed suddenly. Yo, my armpit started burning. I'm just like, listen, I don't want not, nobody <laughs> Such a me. Don't to say think nothing. nothing. I I didn't like, have a conversation with I them. I didn't say nothing. To, and then him and Porter spoke. Like, we had a conversation. So, and they introduced themselves. I don't know. It was just the most awkward experience No, that's ever. when it's awkward. Now now it's like, oh, oh, we got to go. Yo, <laughs> we got to go But now. I appreciated that moment. And maybe we could talk a little bit about this mm. in February. <laughs> but I appreciated the moment because when I first started dating Porter, it was always somebody in the room that he talked to. Yeah, I feel you on that. I'm like, this man is... You ever look at your man like, I want to slap show. you. I'm like, you are a hoe for <laughs> show. It's like, I want to throw hands with you, but I'm not mad at you. Yo. I'm just mad I'm in this position right now. I'm just but that's like, fine. Everywhere we go, I'm like, what the... What is happening? You know what it is? That was, as women, we're so used to it. We just be like, whatever, nigga. Like, yeah, yeah we were on eyes like, man, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't even... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm I'm gonna choke you, but let me just walk away for like two minutes. I I don't I didn't and I'll be all right. I don't I don't like being in a position, but it's like you just. Like, I don't whatever. mind it because I'm always prettier than a girl. Always. That's <laughs> that's the thing though. That's the thing. I always look better than a girl. It's the nail polish emoji for me. Right the now. nail polish emoji. <laughs> I don't mind it because always. of that part. But the minute. I mean, a Megan Good. <laughs> now I'm being met. Now, now it's like we gotta go. I got <laughs> We're leaving. I got an issue. <laughs> how did you bag that? I'm still wondering how you bagged me. But how did you bag that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, now we're arguing in the car on the way home. Yeah. I you just brought me here to look stupid. Yeah, for real. Just because she. But you the, know she was coming. All the other times I was just like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, hey, okay. hey, girl, hey, but. It's when you give hugs out. Hey, hey, oh no, I will hug you. You will be my sister. sister. My life. <laughs> We're in sororities. We're blood now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. But I, but at that moment, I appreciate it because it was, it was. I think it was always awkward for him. Poor doesn't handle awkward situations very right. well. He just makes it more awkward. No, men awkward handle awkward situations differently. I yeah. feel like. I feel like that cuts a little deeper for men than women. Oh, yeah, because in uh, uh, Porter's mind, I, I, I didn't even have a boyfriend before. Right. Yeah. So in, in, in our man's mind, we're virgins. Yeah. They are our first ones, and we never dated anybody before. Right. So it's just men make it more awkward because they deal with it differently. Yeah. And now, and now we're nervous. <laughs> yeah, and I'm only. It's not that I'm nervous because be I'm nervous. doing anything. Yeah, like, it's no reason for me. I'm I, I'm just nervous because like I'm worried about his feelings. feelings. Yes, because like, that's what I thinking? worry about his feelings as a woman. But no, but that time. Oh no, no, it wasn't that time. That time I was nervous. But it was one time where we were at a wedding and <laughs> <laughs> the person that I used to talk to or whatever he. I can't. I don't know what we had going on. He was there, and and we were there, but we hadn't talked in so long, like right. years, right. years. It was nothing. Um, but it was no beef. Like I have mm. no beef with none of my. So so right, it right. was just weird. So it was like, but but I that that was the moment because I was like, now you know, know how I feel, feel. buddy, <laughs> buddy. 
I think the other one was just more awkward because that was a serious relationship. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's different. When it's a serious relationship, yeah, it's a little more awkward. When it's just a fling, it's like, eh, okay. No, I've been in a party with like three of the same guys that I talked to before. Mm-hmm. So look. <laughs> And there was no shame. It was listen, just like, man. listen, hey. I ain't talking to none of y'all, honestly. I don't know any of you. I don't know anybody here. <laughs> Deanna, no, who's that? Who? <laughs> I just told this dude my name was Carmen. Right. Why do you keep calling Why do you Deanna? keep calling me Deanna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too hilarious. So, so um, I, I like that we, we mentioned um, that we talked about the type of relationships as far as friendships that you should let in your life but i really want to just highlight the fact that um this is a year for women to come together and i'm for multiple reasons all the signs love is in the air oh oh, oh my god lavine is tearing anyway. up my christmas tree. but she wanted it down anyway i'm helping her yes my christmas tree is still up so um <laughs> Um, this is the year for women to come together and i really shout out to the thirst trap podcast gotta put those in yes thank you um thirst trap those girls are amazing they are our girls so sweet too and um we are going to be having them on the next episode and the reason why I said this is a year for um, women to come together is because I really feel like um, black women, especially women of color, we are so powerful right now. Represent. We've been powerful, Uh-oh. but we're actually being seen. Um, shout out to Kamala Harris. Seen and heard. Seen and heard. Had hips shaken down Pennsylvania Ave, walking her into okay. the White House. Okay. okay. That's what we needed, that energy. We... We we needed to be seen, and mm-hmm. like we had big hips walking that big. We okay. had drums. We had a black drum line. Okay, you know, how, like Howard King, Howard Woo. University walking our black woman of color vice president. Okay, women of color vice president of the United States Madam, of America, Madam Vice President. That's Kamala crazy Harris. to me. So. I think this is the the time where I, we've been gearing up for this moment, and mm-hmm. I think just this moment and and for women to come together. I have a vision board board party every year where I just bring normally women. I did one with couples. I think mm-hmm. it was last year. No, year before last year was COVID. Um, the year before and last year I just did a re- really private one because I'm scared of COVID. Last year it was just women. But yeah, the year before it was couples. Yeah, um, and my pregnant self. <laughs> yes. And uh, we speak things into existence clearly. Everybody that says they want to get engaged gets engaged. Or has a baby. Or has Literally. a baby. Or both. Or, or both. <laughs> Literally. Um, but this year I wanted to do a, a little different and come together with the thirst trap and do mm-hmm. something really special with bringing women together. And we wanted to make this a big deal. So what we're doing is like really dope. And we are going to actually be um bringing them on on their next on the next what is it uh episode so i think what i think what's important to to highlight before we move forward is the three books that saved that saved my 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 thoughts for the year um the first one is um michelle obama's book becoming 
And I think when you, it's, it's a good read, but when you read it in the perspective of the things that you want to work on, um, you appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The second book I want to highlight um, is Unmasking the Strong Black Woman. So it's, it's, it's essays in the book. It's not the whole book. Mm-hmm. But it's essays in the book. So I just want to h- highlight, like, um, it literally just gives you tips on how to, like, not be so strong and look and still be taken st- seriously, your emotional health, your emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a really good, it's, it's by um, Kara Stevens, and she is a, a black author of course i'm asking the strong black woman yes. so this is one that i did last year and i'm telling you that these are very key because i received so many emotional um so much emotional growth financial growth and then the last one arnita johnson hall has a financial um workbook um it's a planner and it tells you it, it helps you with your credit so this is the the reason why I've become a lot smarter in assistance. Also, my, my, my husband being our accountant in the businesses. But this book is, is the Luxury Lifestyle Planner. And go to LuxuriousCredit.com to buy it. And it, it actually serves as a regular planner. It is so good. And um, so this is one. I, I bought another one this year. So I have two i have two now and i I even saved they're so cute they're so pretty my shout out to jessica she introduced me to this she bought me as a gift for no reason last year so i have a green one now the other one was tiffany blue and it's so popping oh my god this this is just it's a good plan you can use that as as a planner as you fix your credit so you don't have to pay anybody if you can't afford it right now you start working on your credit yourself um i am doing that i have another challenge that i'm doing that I hope Loveline will join me that I'm doing in after we do what we're doing with Thirst Trap. So I just wanted to, women, we're coming together. We have something very special for you. I just wanted to shout out all these um, great resources to get us on emotional, financial, and um, just like mentally a good path for the year. So those are the three, Michelle Obama becoming becoming, um, Michelle Obama and... Um, Unmasking the Strong Black Woman by Kara Stevens and then also the um, Luxury Lifestyle Planner so that it helps with um, credit and you can find that on um, LuxuryCredit.com so it's very luxurious um, planner and it's literally like the best thing that ever happened to me anyway so um, we are bringing the girls on next episode tune in mm-hmm. um and I'm excited. I'm excited. What are you What are you looking forward to to 2020? We're We're gonna wrap it up with this. What we're looking forward to. That I'm looking forward to the challenge that bringing women together. Okay. Moving. I'm moving. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Moving. I'm so happy for you. I'm looking forward to not tripping over boxes. Sorry, love, lean, and cow. You guys been tripping over boxes here. I don't know if that's going to not happen. (laughs) But yes. What are you looking forward to this year? Um, More insight on myself. um, More things that bring us together as women. 
um, in relationships, also just in any relationship that we're connecting with, looking for better insight and better discernment for the relationships that we're connected with, and um, you know all those good things. I look forward to the things GGT is going to have and what we're going to bring you, and the fact that I will say this: this is exciting. In high school, I remember hearing a teacher that she said that the world is not ready for a female president, let alone a black female president. And I don't know if she's alive or not. I don't know if she was even able to see Obama, you know, inaugurated. So she was old? She was older. Yeah, not crazy old, but she was older. She was probably a little senile then. I don't know, but I hope. I really hope she was able to see Kamala Harris become the first Madam Vice President woman of color because there's now Jamaican beef patties back in the White House. There's now seasoned chicken back in the White House, okay? There's cocoa bread back in the White House. Uh Mm Uh-oh. And I'm just so excited. And I watched, I literally watched the inauguration with my daughter while talking to Deanna. Um, And I just sat there and I just looked at her. I was like, you could do this. You can do it. I was just so happy, and um, I was in tears. I was in tears because I'm like, yo, this. I looked at Kamala's um, resume, and though I did my research on her a couple years ago when I wrote about her, she's always been the first black woman to do anything in her area. Always the first black attorney general, the first black, you know, senator, the first black. what the prosecutor you know the theme you know she's always been on top and i'm like i can't imagine to know what it is to work that hard to work twice as hard to to feel that on top always in your life you know coming from parents who don't speak english immigrants you know things like that so i think when i look at that i just look forward to 2021 being so victorious and for black women, women of color, women, period, just being on top this year. I'm praying for her, though. It's a lot of pressure. It's probably scary. It probably gets lonely. They had on bulletproof vests, you know, things like that. So yeah. I'm, I'm praying I'm praying for her also. Absolutely. Pray pray, pray for our Madam Vice President. I mean, in our, in our, in and our president. And our president, too. Our president, too. Their mental health, you know, yeah. praying for all that. Um. My boy Joe, he he a little old, but um, <laughs> Joe old, but Joe kicking. Joe kicking, he sleepy, he a little tired, you know. You know yeah, it's okay. Fall. But he he good. Joe good. Joe good. Joe That's Uncle Joe. That Uncle Joe though. But um, like I said, y'all know how I feel about Kamala, but I know she she is in she is there to make things right. Just looking at Joseph Biden, the second thing, and those who don't know, the second thing he signed the executive order on was basically making sure underserved communities have the budget to get the things that they need. Um, they're focusing on racial inequality. That was basically their second, his second executive order. Outside, The first executive order was based, based on COVID. The second one was based for underserved populations. And, um, you know, a lot of my family members and my friends live in those underserved populations. And even if they didn't, people still need it. So I think that's a big thing. Um, but that's what I look forward to in 2021. I look for black women being on top. One Kamala Harris's quotes, well, my favorite quote from her is, I eat no for breakfast. Keep that mentality all year, sis. Pull up a seat and keep that mentality. So no, you cannot 
do this to me. No, I'm not letting you respect my boundaries. No, I don't want to talk about it. No, I can't talk. No No, is a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. That's it. So is bye. So is uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. I don't know if it's mm, it's a complete sentence, but it sounds like it. Listen, so, um, yes, very excited to, to be powerful like Kamala. Mm-hmm. What will Kamala do? What will Kamala do? That's going to be me all year. We're, we're um, going to hashtag that. <laughs> yeah, what will WWKD. Kamala do? WWKD. Um, uh, hash, hashtag us that you've listened, um, that you're excited for what we are about to bring you. It is very, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be really cool. It's going. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, GGT and Girl uh, Thirst Trap, GGT and Thirst Thirst Trap are coming together to bring something really dope. Um, on our next episode, so just stay tuned for that and tell us what you are looking forward to. Um, next, well, this year, this year for us. Make sure you tag us. You guys can text us. You guys can screenshot that you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts. Make sure that you hashtag pull up a seat, sis. Hashtag girl got therapy. And make sure you say, I'm, this is what I'm looking forward to in 2021. The question was already asked about a couple months ago on our girl got therapy page on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow. But we'll be asking that question again. And we'll be posting your answers. Like, we will repost your answers we will repost if you guys let us know that you're listening you want a shout out you want a shout out let us know jump in there and if you have any concerns or questions or topics you want us to discuss email us at girlgottherapy at gmail.com uh bye-bye bye-bye see you bye, bye. bye.